0: Hello and welcome to another episode of CryptoCast. I'm James Burney, a financial services and fintech partner at law firm Cook. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Peter Transky, who is the CEO and founder of iCeba, a dispute recovery platform for commercial claims mitigation. Hi, Peter. It's great to have you on.
1: Hey, James. Uh, very happy, actually, to be on the podcast.
0: So it, it's... What you're doing sounds fascinating because you're using blockchain and other new fintech technologies in dispute recovery. It'd be great if you just sort of started by just outlining the sorts of things you're doing and, and the sort of role you see for these technologies in dispute recovery.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, so let me probably begin quickly to uh, frame the dispute recovery. So what are we talking about here? Uh, uh, because I think it is a, a good segue to how technologies helps with that. So uh, we are focusing on the commercial disputes, uh, uh, and that's what we understand, so I will be talking to that, but uh, generally I think it uh, applies uh, in uh, principle to all sorts of the disputes. So the, the issues with the disputes are that it's pretty complex in the sense of uh, uh, what you're looking at. So traditionally uh, you have lawyers looking at a lot of documents try right, to come to a conclusion what uh, actually is the, uh, the principle of the dispute, how it can be approached. Uh, of course, there's financing involved and all the other elements. And it, it's a it's pretty fuzzy process. So what uh, we believe uh, blockchain in particular, but other technologies as AI can do for this space is being able actually to bring uh, a bit of more process and more order in order to be able to process all the information, store the information and create a transparency and therefore also the ability uh, to uh, get the uh, financial sense of those uh, disputes and therefore being able to run uh, the recovery process, which is both efficient and as well as uh, participating, which means that the parties who are involved in that process uh, can share the particular pieces of either cost or returns and that's with no surprise where the blockchain is uh, the right technology, allowing to have all that information uh, stored and processed in uh, in distributed fashion.
0: That that's really interesting because I think people don't naturally always associate using new technologies with dispute recovery, quite in that sense. Have you found that there have been challenges with, with, with doing this kind of thing and? Do you think there are kind of core challenges for for, for this technology
1: when used in this um, space? So it, it's really interesting, and I think the reason why we identify that there that there is a uh, opportunity in this space, and we're not not the only one, of course, is the fact that I think the uh, the uh, legal field, as such, is generally quite resistant uh, to uh, changes uh, driven by technology. And I think uh, to a degree for good reasons, um, uh, I, sh- I should say I'm not a lawyer, but I'm working for l- lawyer- with lawyers for years, but I sometimes joke that the reason why uh, I can do what I'm doing is exactly because I'm not a lawyer, because uh, I think the fact that the law, and especially, especially uh, common law, is based upon on hundreds of years of old precedents, is amazing in the sense of uh, the predictability, but it's probably having some drawbacks in, in innovation. And that's where new technologies can allow to look at uh, actually that from a different perspective, where you, where you merge both. So, which means you respect uh, the, uh, the principles of predictability, so precedence and uh, 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 the case law and so on and so forth, but you apply the technology in order to be able to, to uh, more efficiently understand uh, what actually that predictability means, but also be able to uh, implement those financial principles. And I I would like to stress out one thing. In reality, our our practical experience, and I think everyone else who is uh, dealing with the disputes, at the end, it comes down to the financials. The legal part of it is uh, uh, only a piece, even the most important piece. But what uh, then is uh, the key factor, uh, financial part of it, which means Okay, is this dispute really valuable? And what might be the outcomes? What might be the costs? What are the risks? And these are these are financial questions, not not legal questions, really.
0: And just given given that the focus is on cost, is there a sort of particular type of of entity out there which you feel would make most benefit from this sort of technology? Is it kind of smaller companies, or do you think it's a benefit kind of to, to companies in general? Uh,
1: I think the short answer is that the s- uh, small and medium businesses will benefit most, and that's because uh, of the constraints they do have currently. And it's not only on financial sides, but it's also access to expertise. And I'll I'll give you a bit of st- uh, statistic, which is from a UK legal board. So in the UK, uh, the and the numbers I will be talking about are from two thousand nineteen. Uh, the small and medium businesses, which is roughly over prior COVID five point five million. Uh, businesses, employing, by the way, 50% of the employees, so it's uh, one of the most important sector in, in the economy. So they were, uh, uh, they were losing at around 40 billion every year, and they still are, because of unresolved or inefficiently r- resolved commercial uh, disputes and litigations. And uh, uh, one of the m- main factors is that most of them do not have real access to the legal recourse, and therefore only 4% actually are using an, an legal. Uh, tools uh including uh, of course uh litigations but also alternative dispute resolutions the rest is essentially uh hanging out there or just writing off uh, the claims so that's why i believe that the uh, the technology uh blockchain and ai specifically will allow those companies to have the access to to resolution and recovery of those disputes which they didn't have in in the past
0: yeah i think I mean the thing which I don't think people can avoid talking about at the moment is kind of COVID, Brexit, the current economic situation and so on. Are you find that that's having an impact on kind of the way, the way this is working and the sorts of disputes you're seeing and do you think that there's now going to be a greater role for new technologies given that people are getting more used to the idea of kind of working from home and using tech? Yeah that's
1: uh, a that, uh, really great question. Uh So from, uh, it, it has, if I, if I can ever provide answer in, in kind of two, two, two uh, directions. So one, which is uh, process or technology oriented, Where definitely the uh, technology uh, or the application of a technology for the actual process, exchange of the information, uh, communication, is of course now almost given, given that everyone, everyone is remote. So kind of traditional situation where a client will come and sit down with a lawyer is actually right now almost impossible or at least limited uh so uh that that itself calls for applying the technology into the entire process uh and secondly to the type of disputes so we don't see yet actually that happening really but we expect that in 2021 will will actually be um uh, having a lot of situations like that and actually to course correct myself interestingly now we seen in the beginning or, or in the middle of the COVID, we've seen already cases which were which were based upon uh, uh, the uh, cancellations of the contract from retailers or from, from the larger brands with the manufacturers or providers of services or goods based upon the change of uh, their situations. And essentially, they were forcing their suppliers into accepting those cancellations, even though they were not necessarily uh, legal in the sense of uh the how the contracts were written. So we've seen already that in the in the in the uh in the beginning, but I think we will see more of that. And I think this year will be definitely uh the year where especially small and medium businesses will be looking how how to essentially uh utilize all the avenues to get access to the liquidity because uh, unfortunately uh a lot of them will be struggling.
0: Yeah these, I think I mean, it's interesting because it's kind of a short term, huge change is what we've seen. I think the other thing I think quite interesting just to see your views on the, the much longer term. Do you, where do you see all this heading, say, in the next 10 years where, you know, things like Brexit and COVID have worked through the system? Do, do you think that there are kind of more long term trends which are going to come into play?
1: So I believe that the real transition actually is and will be happening in slightly different field. and We can see a bit of it and I I, I, I would believe that data-driven uh, approach which uh, we and a number of other companies do have into the disputes is actually uh, a neighbor of that and this is a resolution uh, of the disputes outside of court or even not entering the, the uh, litigation as such. Uh, and uh, therefore, uh, being much more efficient, and that's based upon that the parties of the disputes can actually agree uh, on on the settlements uh, without costly and, uh, in principle, inefficient um, uh, court process, because they're looking at the same data, uh, uh, and because they're looking at the same data in uh, in the cases which were uh, already tried. So that means there there are enough precedents. It's actually no real reason to go through litigation process unless you're trying to kind of uh, uh, try to find a remedy which you're not really entitled to or the other or the other way around uh, defend yourself against paying something what actually you should you should pay. So I think we will see more of that. Uh, and I believe that that's very important uh, for uh, not only small and medium uh, businesses to have the access uh, to to justice. But actually for uh, creating the efficiency without, without creating more uh, strain to the uh, public uh, core systems uh, and that will be really interesting to see and that's what what i believe will be happening uh, in the next 10 years or, so, or more of that uh, and driven by technology of course
0: Yeah, you know, i think i think that's the way it's going i mean i think it's Always interesting to hear when someone's is doing something which is, way which is cheaper, faster, and slicker than what has had before. And that, that's always a great combination. Peter, I'm afraid that that's all we've got time for. It's been absolutely fantastic having you on. If anyone is interested in contacting Peter directly, his email is P E T R S at sign I C E I B A dot com. Please, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and really interesting thank you very much
1: thank you very much james uh it was actually great uh to be able to talk about uh those subjects thanks a lot
0: thank you for listening to our latest podcast going has a market leading blockchain crypto assets and DeFi team providing legal advice across the whole of the blockchain ecosystem our members have been heavily involved in helping shape the legal and regulatory framework blockchain and crypto assets from the start meaning that we have an intuitive understanding of our clients needs and can provide focused pragmatic advice at predictable cost for more information please visit our website thank you again